has won it, and you've heard that somewhere before. What a night for Manchester United. Okay, welcome to episode 24, MUFC Pubcast here, uh, Piedmont Bridge Hotel. We're about 10 minutes away from kickoff for the United and Southampton match. Um, now, this was supposed to be a special episode with Larry. However, I played a charity tournament with Larry earlier today, and he managed to somehow lock his car key in his boot. So he's still waiting at the ground for the NRMA to arrive, so he won't be joining us this evening. Um, we wish him well. But also, a special guest, Rob, um, joining us for the first time. How are we? Yeah, good, man. Thanks good. for having me. No, pleasure, pleasure. Um, as I said, it is 10 minutes till kickoff with the pub. I was expecting the pub to be a bit quiet tonight because it is Southampton, but there's actually a fair few people in here. Yeah, good, it's good, a good, time, good turnout. turnout yeah. Well, it's a good turnout because most of the games are going to be, as we said, Monday morning sort of things where 9.30 on a Saturday night. It's not a great game, Southampton, but we have to take advantage of a 9.30 kickoff where we don't have to set the alarm. Yep, 100%. Especially when you see, uh, you see the Europa League draw we're playing in Kazakhstan. Yeah, that's it. Borax uh, country. <laughs> Kazakhstan. So actually, Holland's not bad. We've got Serbia in there as, as well. Yep. And they, they were saying, look, I'm no geography expert, but they were saying um, Kazakhstan is closer to Beijing than it is to Manchester. Yeah, I heard something like 18,000 kilometres all around, around or something trip. like that. Yeah, crazy. It'll be interesting to see, which I'm sure people have already listened to this do know, but it'll be interesting to see who we have the week after we play away in Kazakhstan. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure it's away at City or away at Liverpool. I'm sure it's a big game. Oh, I'm, I'm sure it is as well. But, um, you know, I'm sure the people listening to this already know. Now, we'll get on again because it kicks off soon. What did you think? Have you seen the lineup? Yeah, I've seen, seen the lineup. See, Obviously. Jesse Lingard finally got yeah, dropped. Yeah, got dropped. Uh, Mata's come in at number 10. What do you think, Mata? I don't know. I assume he's in at 10, but there's Pereira. Do you think Pereira's well, on the right or Mata? From what it says on the thing, I had, I had Pereira on the left, which looks weird because he started on the right against Chelsea. I think, I think it'd be Pereira on the right, James. Yeah, the that's what I was thinking as well. But, but um, there's a very good chance. Who knows? With Pereira and Mata might be on the right. You don't know. Exactly. But that's it. Like... Mata's the top person he can unlock defences which is good but his pace is going to be a bit weird for our whole system um, but if there's a penalty I'm saying Mata's taking it tonight okay. if we if we get a penalty it's got to be Mata tonight actually it'll be I think they'll just give it back to Rashford I think I think yeah. the right thing to do is give it back to Rashford but I well, can we'll, we'll cross that. I, call, I called it early in the week that Harry Maguire will hit the crossbar <laughs> on a penalty <laughs> I think I'm a bit far-fetched with that um, now just before all the actual football starts, a bit of break—not breaking news, but a bit of weird news. Chris Smalling, yeah, um, Roma. I'm a, a bit upset about that. Like, um, I would have at least Jones out. I think jo- Jones, Jones and Rojo. You think? And they're surely both, they should have gone. Rojo's staying apparently. That's what they're saying. 100 yeah. percent is not going to go. I think. I think you got to find a balancing act where you say, okay, the club should have sold Jones and Rojo first, but there might have been a case of maybe they tried doing, but Jones and Rojo said no. Yeah, where possibly. Chris Smalling maybe. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how to met, how to word it, but potentially more ambitious and said, "Look, I might not be playing. Exactly. I'll just go and play." I think he wants more game time possible. So Euros this year as well. He might want to break back into the England team yeah. as well. Because so. I think most people, as many flaws as Chris Smalling brings, he's, he, he's still good. He, he's played. I've right, him before Jones. Yeah, anyway. he, I think he's our third choice centre behind Lindelof and Maguire. Yeah, obviously Bailey's out. So yeah. like, if one of them, like, especially, I would have him next to next to Maguire. Yeah, so, yeah. No, well, if, as a backup centre back, he's almost perfect. Yeah, he's very good. And yeah. it's nine years since he's been. Yeah, do you have a favourite Chris Smalling moment? 
Uh, not really. I guess the is one it? against City was a pretty good he's, he's one. He's had a few goals against City. Yeah. He scores off set pieces yeah, a fair few. Fair especially the third goal um, to stop them winning or winning in the league for yeah, a couple of days. Yeah, it? Yeah. It almost got, uh, gets forgotten that one. Everyone remembers the Pogba goals. Yeah, exactly. Chris Small actually scored the winner. Yep, yep. Um, he loved a few goals against um, City. I think he scored three or four against them. Um, but the other, not so weird one, but eventually finally have it looks like Damien. Yes. Oh, I'm sure by the time people listen to this, Damien has been confirmed to Palmer. But it looks like at the time now, about looks like maybe only two million, one or two million. Oh, well, that's it. Well, we paid a bit for him, so we lose a lot, but we lose on everyone. But um, yeah, I'm sure he'll go back to Italy. So yeah, it's fair enough. He's look. I actually think he's been fine. You know, when he's played, he's just not good enough. I think he's been good. Yeah. But um, just hasn't worked out. Many of our right backs haven't worked worked out. Um, but finally, he's gone. Like, and I think Solskjaer has got so many, so much criticism in terms of recruitment, and it's hard to balance how much sort of responsibilities he have on recruitment. How much is him? How much is Woodward? Mm. But you see what he said: where I'm going to be successful here, other players won't be. You look at the players he has got rid of. Who, he's got rid of Fellaini. He's got rid of Sanchez. I don't even want to get rid of Herrera. But oh, have Fellaini in his team at the oh. moment. The way it is, at midfield Herrera's gone. Like, but but this player Sanchez has got rid of. Lukaku's got rid of. He's got rid of. Okay, we can agree. We need to get rid of a defender in small. Yep, yep. Um, could have been Jones, but he need to get rid of one. Yep. Got rid of Damian. So, on the incomings, hasn't been fantastic. Yeah. But in terms of getting people he doesn't want yeah, out the door. Yeah, that's true. I'm hoping January we have a little bit of a. Uh, I, I think we need to spend big. In January. We need to. We need to. We need a striker. We have to because we've already said Marshall's out this week. So. Well, like well I saw the free transfer. Lorente uh, went to Nap. I think Napoli maybe. Or also somewhere Napoli are interested in getting him Okay, yet, maybe, yeah. So yeah. That, that never eventuated with United, which... I really wouldn't want him. I know he's a backup, but like, I was more like looking when we were um, rumoured to Manzukic. I would have preferred Manzukic at the time, but obviously that didn't happen either. Well, I didn't want it at the time, but now you look at the situation, yeah, it might have been good. It might, yeah. might have been worthwhile. Um, but I just heard a little bit of noise inside, and I assume it is close to kick-off. So we'll go inside. Um, we'll come back at half-time, assuming we're not... 3 nil down like um, Southampton and United in 95 was it the great kit where um, Ferguson obviously spat the dummy and blamed the 3 nil deficit on the great kit so hopefully we'll come to you at half time with positive news and hopefully full time again assuming that we win <laughs> um, but thank you Rob we'll see you at half time and yeah stay tuned for part 2 cool, cheers good prediction oh, okay yeah, good idea the, the professional here Rob score yeah. prediction I'm going um, my head saying 1-1 one, one, heart saying 2 nil. I, mean, I think I said 1-0 earlier in the week 1-0 Pogba but I was just looking for a tab machine I was saying Matter first goal scorer but they've got no they've got no tab machine in this pub so a bit disappointed cool so, alright see you at half time cool okay it's half time we're at Piermont Bridge Hotel obviously United 1-0 against Southampton now we've just established our new number 7 Daniel James yep what a strike that was when he cut in I th- actually, before I interrupt, sorry, this is rude of me. Obviously, got Rob back, but also special guest, which Chris has been on the podcast a couple of times. Good to have you back, Chris. Uh, good to be back. Daniel James. When he cut in, I thought it was going to be, he, I think he's setting up the pass to Matter. I thought he's cutting in to open the space for Matter to play left. Well, I also thought Matter made the overlapping run, and I thought he's going to pass it back to him. We'll pass it to someone in the middle. Uh, the kid just went for himself. Top corner. Yeah, hey, exactly. What is it? So, three goals in. Yeah. Three, three goals he's played every game so three goals in four games yeah, there you go yeah, yeah no, great start. finish opened up his body top corner again two great finishes two weeks in a row so we, we can praise the performance or praise the goal sorry as much as we want a little bit shaky especially yes. especially playing out from the back yeah exactly uh, Southampton are pressing really high so 
it's putting a lot of pressure on Maguire and Lindelof. So there was a, there was a period there, I don't know, maybe five minutes into the game, where Lindelof was getting caught yeah. a bit playing out from the back from De Gea. I was exactly. like, just kick it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just kick it long. Just don't play like. Mickey Mouse at the back just kick it out you know? I think what's changed that though is the new rule with um, the goal kicks yeah, where, yeah, where, where, where players and it shouldn't change but it is changing the uh, way the game is played play, yeah. but defenders are sitting in there and just look I, I, I understand the need to play out from the back and I understand they keep the ball and draw the attackers forward but it's just inviting pressure it's just inviting pressure as it says Southampton were pressing high uh, and look Lindelof and Maguire are good on the ball yeah as good as you're on the ball, if you lose the ball there, uh, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. You're in trouble. So, um, you see anything different second half? Um, or anything you um, would do we, different? We need to push for that second goal. We always have troubles making that second goal just to relax a bit, and we might be able to hit them on the break if we get the second goal. But um, if they get the first goal, I think it's going to be under the pump for United. New guests, Adam and Lockie have joined us in the Smokers' Lounge. <laughs> not, not that we're smoking, we're just in the area. Um, <laughs> We've just confirmed our new number seven, Daniel James. 100%. 100%. The thing that gets me is he has been copping a little bit of stick now three games that, in a row. I, I think that was the thing. I, it as much, me every time. As much as everyone's praised him, he has been Well, he's scored more than Sanchez since he's been here, so... <laughs> yeah, 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 so and he's bagged three quality actually, goals. Yeah. Say, say that again. He scored more than Sanchez that he's been here. That's right. And he's only been here three games. Only goals he scores are banks. Three goals. Exactly. Yeah, actually, his yeah. goal has been good, but as you say, um, he's coming for criticism. You think yeah. at the end of the day, in terms of production, three goals in four games. That's right. You know, like, yeah. it gets me. Like people are saying, he's got to play off the bench. He's got to play off the bench, mate. Jam that up, yeah. He's got biggest attacking weapon. We weren't even in this game in the first ten minutes of the game. He was trying to play forward. You know, the thing that gets me the big time. Is they don't know how to play out from the back. We've been through that. We've been through that. You're late to the party, but we've been through that. But um, we're just saying that in terms of, I prefer Daniel. Jones. I think he plays better off the right. Yeah. But he's doing all his damage off the left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if I'm wrong or right. He was a bit of a Martial, wasn't he? Like Martial, a couple of years ago, he was coming in off the left. Yeah. Tucking in top top of the box and banging him top right. So. Yeah. So any predictions for the second half? Continue or? I'm going what I said. For the game, three one. They're gonna score. Yeah, I don't Who? know. Own goal, Lindelof. Yeah, I don't know. Like some, <laughs> some deflection. Oh, deflection. Yeah. Okay, who first? Um, well, I said one 0 before the game, so it's gotta be a nervy finish. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to. Two nil. Yeah, I said two. I said one one or two nil. I'm going for the two nil. I want that clean sheet tonight. Yeah, exactly. Now my mate has big money on one matter anytime goal scorer. So who's, who's your goal scorer for the second goal? I still reckon it's going to be a penalty. It's going to be a penalty. I think Mata's going to take it. I told you. Okay, well, hopefully there is a part three and that means United have won. I don't think we'll be recording if United have blown this lead. So hopefully you join us for a part three, but thanks for listening. That's part two. See you soon. Bye. Full time now. Now, it doesn't match the positivity at half time when we're talking about our new number seven and Daniel James. We've got Rob back, Chris back and Brendan committee member of the Supporters Club in New, New South Wales. A disappointing 1-1 one, one draw. Just couldn't find a way through. Chris? Yeah, no, really disappointing. I, I thought half-time, yeah, we are going to get 2-0, but we didn't. Um, I don't know, like, players were just, that second half was just the total opposite of what the first half was. Um, 
Yeah, there's a lot of players that have to look at themselves. Do you think the performance was that bad, or do you think Southampton did well? No, Southampton was like. No, not did well in terms of defended well. Not really, because it's been the same thing the last couple of weeks or the last couple of seasons. Like there was just no playmaker to just take control of the game and just break it down. Like Pogba just lost so many balls in the, yeah. especially in that last quarter, and Mata was just he was there and not. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. Look, I was calling for Mata to play over Lingard. Yeah. Did he do more than Lingard? No. Nah. Oh, he, he was all right, but not really. I thought Lingard when he came on, mate, and look, you won't find a bigger fan of Matter than myself. Yeah. I thought Lingard when he came on probably offered a little bit more in terms of the way he carried the ball. Yeah. And maybe his decision making wasn't great, especially that one where he could have played out to Greenwood. Yeah. But um, frustrated, Brendan. Any? I was excited. Any, any input? On I the was match? excited to see Mata and Pereira come into the squad, and I thought that uh, with their creativity, we could have uh, created a few more chances and scored some more goals tonight. I was predicting three-one before the game started. And I thought Southampton, once they got their goal settled for it and put too many men, put a lot of their men behind the ball and we just couldn't break him down. So very disappointing. Yeah, Pereira, because he's, he he's done well in the first, well, not done well in the first three games, but he's contributed in the first three games. This way, he just couldn't get in every, you know, it's, it's easy for us to criticise here from the pub on the other side of the world, but every touch seemed to go to Southampton. Absolutely. Yeah, no, no, join in, Yeah, yeah, no, well, like the same, man, just turning the ball over midfield too much. Pogba, he had a mare tonight. Do you think he was that bad? Or did yeah, he, did he, touch, he, what did he do? How did he terrible? Okay, yes, he was... And I'm a Pogba fan as well. He, he's myself defending Pogba. He's trying to make something happen. Okay, he's losing the ball, but he's so trying guys, to make something happen. In about 20 happen. minutes, we've got to close this balcony up. All right, we've just yeah. been told we've got a 20-minute time limit. Okay, we've got a 20-minute time limit on this podcast, but I'm sure we'll be done soon because we're sick of talking about United. But back on to Pogba. Yes, he was poor, but he's trying to make... Like Daniel James. To me, Daniel James is the man of the match. Yeah, 100%. But he was just as frustrating as he was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like trying to make something happen, but it didn't quite work. So Maybe it's experience, but like I said, he's just he's young, he's trying to do it all by himself. There's so many balls that got whipped across the face, and then no one to just finish it off. There was a, there was a couple of good crosses, but that's it, no one to finish it okay, off. Okay, again, which I had this discussion for the last 45 minutes at half to, uh, during the second half. Daniel James, left, mid, left wing or right winger? I think you play both. If you had to choose one, you have to choose one. If I had Champions League, choose one. Actually, we're not the Champions League. Europa League final tomorrow. <laughs> left, left wing or right wing? If we, if we don't go with that much, then he scored most of his goals. I think from the left. Yeah, so productive. I'll put him on the left. You know, yeah. See, I think he, which I mentioned this at halftime. I think he plays. He's more productive on the left, but he's a right winger for me. Yeah. That that last incident, which is obviously the frustration adds when it's at the when you're chasing the game in injury time, but that one where he goes down the left and he puts it out for a little goal kick. Well, the one, the one thing as well is like, I, I don't know if Oli was watching the game or not, but obviously he was. <laughs> but honestly, I would have put, when he put Greenwood, I would have put him on that left side because every time we're going to that left side, yeah, we need a left-footed yeah. player. Dan, well, that's what Rashford, Dan, there were so many times that he hit with his left, but he's not a left-footer. That's what James was struggling. He was creating space there. He was creating there. space, but there was no one going in for it. That's, you know, where, you have so, the, that's where I think he's better off the right where exactly. he can't deliver off the left um, was there any major talking points in the first in the second half sorry was there any yeah, the red card from then they went down the, the red card got god yeah they were 10 minutes yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, we knew they were going to park the bus as soon as the red card they're, they're bring on Yoshida at the end there That's it. Do, you, do you think do you think we had a discussion in the, in the pub just there De Gea before the goal 
punch? Could he have caught it before he punched it? I thought it was a decent effort. Like, I thought we were too slow, actually. Once he made the save, yeah, yeah, no, I was just looking yeah, at Yeah, I don't want to criticise De Gea for the actual save. It was a good save. It was but, a good save. But being critical, we're obviously very critical of De Gea, especially the last couple of weeks, or the last couple of months. Saying he could have kicked it over. No, I thought he could have caught it. I don't want to say one for the cameras, but maybe he could have caught it. I think he got it with one hand, and I don't know if he could have caught it with two at that point. Oh, no, look, he's the last person to criticise De Gea and with clutching at straws. We've done well not to blame Ashley Young yet. Anything on Ashley Young? Oh, no, that goal was more, I think it was just Lindelof got bullied off the ball. Twice in two weeks? Two weeks, and so De Gea did well to save the first one. And then the second one is just because Lindelof was in his way, he probably thought Lindelof had it, and he just got bullied off it. Yeah, jumped him. Yeah, good, good, good to him. Do you think they're, and look, we're very reactionary, this is literally two minutes after full time, and obviously an international break to come. Do you think Tuan Zavi potentially now is our third choice centre back to go ahead of Lindelof next next week? No, not next week, next I game. Think, I don't think you've dropped Lindelof. Just said, I think they're trying to get that partnership happening. He doesn't want to be like every week before we used to change him every week. We didn't know who was going to be our back four. Oh, oh yeah, no, I wouldn't change it in terms of our back four, but just in terms of I don't want to say Lindelof's been bad, but has he been that bad? Has he? Is it time I don't for think he's been very bad, but I don't think he's like. So, what, so people say like he's been doing really well. Da, da, da. So what you bring? But he was measured against Smalling and Jones. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. So everyone has to realize like. Put it this way: it's been well, like well, thirty million on well, like, well, well, really Chris, the guy that to partner Maguire? So like you said, do we put Axel there and see what happens? And I think you do, but not in the Premier League. Who's, who's our next game against? Let's say in two weeks. Yeah, yeah. We've got fourteen days to, to to come good against. And if there's one player who trouble us, bloody. Jamie from Vardy. He's one player that could cause... Maguire against his old club. Actually, Brennan, you'll be at the game. I'll I'll be at the game in two weeks at Old Trafford, so I'll be be hoping for uh, three points that day because we certainly can't go four games in a row without taking home four points. It's crazy. We we don't criticise Solskjaer. It's hard to criticise him, but... It's, look, it's a team game. The players on the pitch have to perform, but as you say, four games, that turns into five games. All right, so look... I don't think anyone's anywhere near Oli out, but God, when you go back into last season, I think it's three wins in 14 or 17 games or something. Something has to change. Whether that might be luck has to change. Maybe it's luck. I don't know. There's, been, Any the goal, final there's not going to be a lot of goals this season. I just don't think we've got enough up top. Like I said, maybe January we can try and fix that, but who knows what position we'll be in by January. Could be sitting 7th, 8th. We can't take points off Crystal Palace and at home or Southampton. All these smaller teams are going to park the bus. And we're good on the break, but we can't break teams down. We can't get that finishing goals to finish it off. I said at half time, one one or two 0 We couldn't get that. We couldn't get that second goal again. So That's next, it. so next time, can you not predict one one, please? <laughs> I wish we predict a winner for so, um, what'd you say by January mid table? Where or not? Not mid table. So seventh or eighth. But by January, Chris, where are we? I did say this in Twitter. I think we will finish. We'll finish by January. I think we'll be six or seven. I could take six. We've been there for the last six years. <laughs> but I don't, don't want to say seventh or eighth. Brendan, by January, where are we? I can't see us being being higher than sixth. Well, where are we now? Everyone's looking at the table now. They know. But fourth, but everyone. But everyone else has to play now. So. Alright, so again. I think, I think by January, maybe fifth or sixth, that's my prediction. Uh, I, think that, I think that's about right. 
Um, unfortunately, it started off a very positive podcast. Unfortunately, it finished on a bit of a sour note. But um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Please, and again, send some abuse to Larry for locking his keys in his boot and not joining us tonight. Um, but thank you for listening. Make sure support um, on Facebook, Twitter, and all that, Instagram, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, MUFC Pubcast. Also, this is obviously at Piermont Bridge Hotel, so um, follow the Supporters Club at manunitednsw.com. Um, it was a good turnout. How many do you think he was... Was here tonight? Well over 100. Emma, the secretary, just said well over 100. It was a very good turnout. We still haven't won at Piedmont Bridge Hotel. So we're going to come here for the Rochdale game and just ho- just hopefully get a win oh, as Chris gonna, fills his beer. So hopefully get a win under our belt. And um, we need to get a win eventually. Ro- Rochdale, I'll, I'll come here if it's by myself. Uh, I'll just be here at 5 o'clock in the morning. We'll get a win under our belts. Then um, we can come here. So thank you for listening. Um, we, both Larry and myself, really appreciate all the support. And um, thank you for the applause in the Smokers Lounge. And tune in next week. Thanks for having us. Bye. And Solskjaer has won it. And you've heard that somewhere before. What a night for Manchester United.